It was tough to watch Indiana lose to Auburn on Saturday in Atlanta, but let's take a deeper dive into that game. You are Locked On Hoosiers, your daily podcast on the Indiana Hoosiers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And it is the Locked on Hoosiers podcast. I'm your man, Jacob Goins. Hope you're doing well on this Monday. Happy Monday, start of a new week. Thank you so much for making Locked on Hoosiers your first listen each and every day. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, which is your team every day. And let me start out by saying this. Thank you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you to you, the everydayers, the listeners, the watchers on the, the audio streams and the audio downloads have been crushing it lately. And on YouTube, we have officially hit over 1,500 subscribers. So give yourself a hand. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Uh, I've been asking you for that, and I appreciate that. We hit it a couple of weeks before the start of the new year, which was the goal for that. And so uh, thank you so much. Let's keep hitting that subscribe button, though. If you're new here, not subscribed, not turned on the notifications on YouTube, be sure you do that, okay? We're making the push to 2,000 now. That's the new goal. That's what we do here. We set a goal, we crush it, and we move on to the next one, okay? Hit the subscribe button, like the video on YouTube. I appreciate you being here each and every day. And for those of you on audio, I appreciate you as well. Like I said, the numbers there have been uh, the best they've ever been on this show. So uh, thank you so much for everybody here, and I really do appreciate the support. Today's episode of Locked on Hoosiers is brought to you by LinkedIn. These days, uh, ev- these days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business. That's why LinkedIn Jobs helps find the right people for your team faster and for free. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash college. Terms and conditions apply. I know we may not want to, and I know it wasn't pretty on Saturday, but let's take a deeper dive into what happened at the Holiday Hoops giving for the Indiana Hoosiers because it was it was bad. It was ugly, but it didn't start that way. And that's what I've seen a lot of you talking about already in the YouTube comments and on X, right? I've seen that everywhere from Hoosier fans. and. There's so many things to go over here, but the question that we asked yesterday on the reaction show was, what was that, right? What happened? And I ran through a bunch of the main stuff quickly, but I wanted to take a deeper dive here as we get into the new week because Indiana's got to find a way to learn from this, right? You can't just shrug this one off and say, well, we just lost to a good team. We'll forget about it and it won't affect us. No, absolutely not. Indiana has to learn from this. And I'm talking about the players and the coaches and head coach Mike Woodson. Everybody's got to learn from this loss. And there are a couple of things I wanted to highlight here. The in-game coaching and strategy is the first one. Okay, that's the first one that I want to hit on because I've seen a lot of you talking about this. And you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right about two things. Okay, one is the matchups that you had against Auburn and the fact that they legitimately have 12 guys that they can play and not have a drop-off, that's unbelievable. I knew they played a lot of guys. Just looking at the numbers and watching some film, I knew they went deep on their bench. And Bruce Pearl talked about how he likes to play 10 guys, but 
Uh, I, it's so rare to see a team play 10 or 12 and they all have an impact. They all be effective in the game. I mean, that's just unheard of in college. That's unheard of in basketball, not just college basketball, but basketball in general. And man, look at what they did. Okay. You had two guys on their bench, three guys on their bench go for double digits. Trey Donaldson, the backup point guard, Chad Baker Mazar, a backup eh, guard forward, maybe. And then Katie Johnson, their backup shooting guard. Then they had three of their starters go in double digits. So you had six players scoring double digits in this game. And I know they scored 104 points, so it makes it easy. But still, six guys with the capability to go into double digits. And that doesn't include Janai Broom, who averages 19 points a game. So, yeah, I didn't realize Auburn had that. And will they play like that all year? Probably not. We'll keep our eye on that team just to see what it means for Indiana and that, if that ends up being a, a better loss than it, you know, than it could be if Auburn ends up going and, and does something well in the SEC. But to have that many players and go that deep without a very little drop-off is very, very effective. And Indiana doesn't have that. Indiana has seven, maybe eight that they can play without a significant drop-off. And no, no shade to to guys like Anthony Leal uh, and, and Peyton Sparks, they're just not there yet, right? In my opinion, they're just not there yet. And so Indiana can't rely on the 8th, ninth, and 10th guy to come in when Mike Woodson sits down three starters in the beginning. We're going to get to that too. But on top of that depth perspective and the depth conversation comes the fact that Indiana didn't have all their depth, right? They didn't have all their players. Xavier Johnson not playing in this game really hurts. Now, does Xavier Johnson avoid and prevent a 28-point blowout loss? Eh, probably not. But he probably prevents it from being a disaster like it was. He probably prevents them from dropping 104 points and your offense stalling out in the first half and really stalling out in the second half. He helps you prevent a lot of that. Does Indiana win with him in the ballgame? Not with the way Auburn was shooting. Not with the way they were shooting. I don't think so. But I think it's all fair to say, okay? And I've seen a lot of you in the past few weeks talk about how this team didn't need Xavier Johnson. Can we all agree that we do? Can we all agree that this team needs Xavier Johnson on the floor, the sixth-year point guard? They need this guy. They need him for his leadership. They need him for his vocals. They need him offensively and defensively, man. This team can't get it done without him. They look lost. Because guess what? Trey Galloway's not it. He's not the leader that Indiana needs. I'm sorry. I, I know a lot of you get upset when I talk about it, but I like Trey Galloway. I do. I like him. I want to see him score the basketball more, but I think we've been proven here in the last three games that he's not the leader that the Hoosiers need. And, and no shade to Gabe Cups, but the guy's a freshman. He's not there yet either. He's played great minutes. But Indiana just looks lost without Xavier Johnson, they need him back on the floor. And luckily you have a week to do so before the Kansas game. Well, I guess, yeah, about a week before Kansas comes to town. And I hope he can get out of that boot and get healthy because the Hoosiers need Xavier Johnson. So the depth for Auburn was huge. Of course, their shooting was lights out, but that's going to happen sometimes. But Indiana couldn't compete with that. And not only could they not compete with the depth, they didn't have their starting point guard who would have been on Aiden Holloway, 
from Auburn who shot lights out, who's a really good basketball player. And if you like college basketball, enjoy that kid now. He's not going to be at all. He's not going to be at Auburn. He's not going to be in college basketball very long. That kid's going to be playing at the next level. But I think that would have helped Indiana stay in the basketball game. And that would have helped Indiana compete in this game if they had a little bit more depth and they had their starting point guard. But there are other things that happened in this game that I think led to Indiana losing and really losing control early in the basketball game. And it falls on head coach Mike Woodson. And that's what we're going to talk about coming up in just a second here on Locked on Hoosiers. Today's episode of Locked on Hoosiers is brought to you by LinkedIn. When you're hiring for your small business, you want to have as many top-tier candidates as possible to interview. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs has the tools to help find the right professionals for your team faster and for free. I use LinkedIn all the time. My company uses LinkedIn. They've hired multiple people from LinkedIn. I told you about my dad who owns three small businesses who uses LinkedIn Jobs to hire the right candidates for him. And he knows how important it is, and you should know how important it is too when hiring and trying to hire the right person for your small business. LinkedIn isn't just another job board. LinkedIn has a vast network of more than a billion professionals, which makes it the best place to hire. LinkedIn knows what small businesses are wearing so many hats it might not have the time or resources to hire. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on college. That's linkedin.com slash locked on college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Well, Indiana lost to Auburn on Saturday in the holiday hoops, giving 104 to 76. But why did they lose the game? That's what we're talking about today, taking a deeper dive into this game. And I appreciate you hanging around here on Locked on Hoosiers. Reminder to like the video, subscribe on YouTube, and subscribe on any of your podcasting platforms. We are free and available wherever you get your podcast. Indiana had some depth issues, and they didn't have Xavier Johnson. But I think there were some things in this game that fall on head coach Mike Woodson. And the thing I've seen most Hoosier fans talking about, and they're absolutely right, was in the first half when Indiana went up 22-10 to 10 on this Auburn team, okay? Went up 22-10, to 10, hitting threes. The arena was going nuts. Hoosier fans who outnumbered Auburn fans, by the way, outnumbered them in Atlanta. They were going nuts. They were going crazy. And then, all of a sudden, he takes out Khalil Ware, Malik Renu, and Mackenzie Mbako. And he sat him on the bench. Well, Auburn came all the way back. The momentum, gone. They tied it up and then went on a 22-4 run to take a lead by six. And guess what? At that point, it was over. All right, like Vince Carter in the NBA dunk contest. It's over. And it was. It absolutely was over right then and there. Why take them out? I get you got to rest them. I get you can't play them for 40 minutes. But, man, you've got a team like Auburn who at that moment was on the ground. You had your foot on their throat, and you had a chance to put that team away early and keep your crowd in it there at State Farm Arena in Atlanta. Why would you take your three best players out? Take one or two. Don't take them all. 
Why take all three of your players, your best players out? With Khalil Ware, Malik Renew, and McKenzie and Baco, not only your three best players, your three big, your biggest players when it comes to size. And we know Auburn had size with Janai Broom right down low. And it was interesting that, that Auburn actually put, to kind of talk about the size there for a second, they put their four, Jalen Williams, on Khalil Ware and put Janai Broom on Malik Renew because they were worried about Malik Renew's physicality, which I thought was interesting. I thought it was interesting, and early Renew was fine. Early Khalil Ware was fine. It got to him in the middle of the game, right, the back half of the first half and the front half of the second half, and they just never recovered. After those three guys left, and Auburn went on that big, big run where they just couldn't miss, Indiana was done. They were done. And here's the thing, too, that a quote that's flying around that when I heard this in the post-game press conference, which I posted on our YouTube channel at Locked on Hoosiers, Woodson had a comment about his substitution because somebody asked him about it. I'm not a fan of this comment, okay? He says, quote, I kind of substitute pretty much the same way every game. You can't just burn them. Bottom line was when my starters got back into the game, it was probably a close, tight game. And the same guys that were on the floor when we started the game went the other way. He said that was the difference in the ball game. So, I mean, you game plan for 40 minutes. you got to play some of your bench guys. And I believe in my bench. So I went to my bench, and it was my bench in the Michigan game that helped us win. And he's right. He's right about that part. The bench in the Michigan game did help you win that game because you needed them. You didn't need them at that point in this game against Auburn. That was not the time to go to your bench, okay? You're up by 12 early in this game. Take it to them, right? Take it to them with your size, with Khalil Ware, with Malik Renew, with McKenzie and Baco. Continue to crash the paint. And we talked about this yesterday. Indiana, they saw a couple threes go down, and they just thought they were the Golden State Warriors and started shooting them from left and right. Well, guess what? They didn't hardly make any more. They barely made any after the first three. They made one since then, the entire game, after those first opening threes. So I just don't get why you pull them there. Why pull them all? Because I understand you, you can't play them all 40 minutes. He's right. But you got to have some certain – I don't know what the words I'm looking for here. Like, you got to have some awareness. It's like, man, we got this team on the ropes early. We've got them on the ropes. Let's see if we can put this thing away right here and now in this first half. Wouldn't that have been huge? Could you imagine if Indiana had gone in there when they were up by 12 and they kept their foot on the gas and they were up? And look, Auburn was always going to come back. At some point, that's too good of a team for them to not come back in a game like that. But let's say you had pushed the lead to 20 by chance somehow, right, throughout the rest of the half or even like 17 or 18 and you were up double digits at the half, that would have been huge for this Indiana team, man. That would have been so big for them from a confidence standpoint. And for you, the fans, you guys would have enjoyed that. I mean, the rest of Hoosier Nation would have, well, I mean, we, we were enjoying it, covering it, right, at the start. The Hoosier fans there were enjoying it. But I'm talking about the rest of you that are listening right now. Like, man, that would have been a lot of fun to be up by double digits on that Auburn team at the half, which I think was possible if you kept playing the way you were playing. But you didn't. 
And the quote is from from Woodson, I pretty much substitute the same way every game. Why? That doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. Shouldn't you substitute based off the opponent that you're playing? Shouldn't you substitute based off the situation of the game at hand? Shouldn't you substitute based off of who's hot, who's not, and who's in foul trouble? Right, which Indiana had a lot of in that first half. Shouldn't you substitute based off of that? Rather than having the same script for every game and following it to a T and hoping that it works? That doesn't make sense to me. And look, I don't get paid to coach college basketball. If I was that good, I wouldn't be doing a podcast about it. But I think it's safe to say that that's not what Hoosier fans wanted to hear. That's not what they wanted to see in this game. And I th- look, I've seen tons of articles and, and people commenting about this. I think everybody's right. That killed the momentum. And after that, it was over. It was over. And Indiana just could never recover. And again, that Auburn team was going to make a comeback. They're too good. They were shooting the ball too well. And look, hey, side note, we must be doing something right here on Locked on Hoosiers, okay? We had a bunch, still do, have a bunch of Auburn fans in our YouTube comments talking about this game. We had some trolls in there, and that's fine. Hey, we'll take it. That's fine, right? We'll we'll take some of the trolls. But we also had some Auburn fans come in, and, and this was on X too. And be sure you follow us on X at Locked on Hoosiers, L-O underscore Hoosiers. Had Auburn fans coming in and saying, well, that was that was a great game from us. We just shot the lights out. We don't want to see this Indiana team again. And had guys coming in saying, yeah, we thought we were going to just throw it down low to Janai Broom, but we didn't do that. We didn't have to because we were shooting so well. So I don't know. Hey, maybe we're doing something right over here, right? Maybe we're doing something right when we got opposing fans in our YouTube comments. But I think the Auburn fans were, they were surprised at their own team's performance and then they were surprised by the collapse of this Indiana team. And I kind of was too. We haven't seen just a full-blown collapse like that yet. The UConn game was a little bit different. The UConn game was, you could just see it building, and it was going to get to that 20-point loss. This, you had a double-digit lead in the first half. You give up a magical run in that first half where your offense just completely died. And a very hot Auburn team, they never let up. And they were up by 18 at the half, and you just couldn't do anything. You gave up 52 points in both halves. The Hoosiers got to find some way to learn from this, man. They got to learn from this. We'll talk about that in the next segment, plus a little football and women's basketball updates as well here on this episode of Locked on Hoosiers coming up in just a second. Want to remind you, though, before we do that, that Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Be sure you go and check out Locked On Sports today. They are here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On Plus, our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. 
Today's episode of Locked on Hoosiers is brought to you by FanDuel. As the weather gets colder, the NFL offers stay hot on FanDuel. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. The NFL season coming down the wire, right? Be sure you get into FanDuel to end the regular season and get into the postseason. You don't want to miss it. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. Well, quickly, how can Indiana basketball learn from their mistakes against Auburn and learn from that game against Auburn? And then I want to get you some quick updates on Indiana football, some visitors here this weekend that were here this past weekend, and then um, some Indiana women's basketball updates as well. For this men's team, you I said this to start the show, you cannot shrug off this loss. You cannot just look past it and not worry about it and never think about it again. I don't think you can do that. I think you have to look at this and learn from what you did. Mike Woodson, you need to learn your rotations. You need to learn how to keep your guys on the floor that are playing well and get your offense rolling and get it to your playmakers with Khalil Ware, Malik Renu, and now Mackenzie Mbaka, which is nice to see him starting to get a little bit more comfortable. You also, if you're the team of Indiana, you the players specifically, you've got to focus up and give your best effort and energy the entire time you're on the floor. Because I don't think that's happening from everybody. I really don't. And I've called his name out once on the show today, so I'm not going to say it again. But there are guys that are just not playing with the effort that that we need. And I think Xavier Johnson not being there to hold these guys accountable hurts that. It affects that. But it shouldn't take your point guard being there to, to have you play harder. He shouldn't have to push you in a game to play harder. Especially in a big game like this against Auburn in a big event where you had tons of Indiana fans there. You have to learn your defensive rotations because, shocker, the Hoosiers gave up a bunch of threes, and the other team made them pay for one of the first times this season. And you've got to learn some accountability here, man. I think they will. I think they will. I hope they do because they're going to need it with Kansas coming to town this weekend. And we do have all week to talk about that and kind of figure out We'll have some what-ifs going on. We'll talk about some situations um, as Indiana gets ready to take on Kansas this weekend. So overall, a nasty loss to Auburn, man. But you got to learn from it. Got to learn. Got to move on at the same time and focus on the Kansas Jayhawks this weekend. Also, let's touch on Indiana women's basketball quickly here. Eight and one. uh, They kind of made up yesterday or on that Saturday, right? On Saturday when uh, the men lost, the women, hey, They made us feel a little bit better, right? They went on the road uh, for their first conference game in the Big Ten. They took on Rutgers, and this was a good basketball game. I don't know if you watched it or not. It was a really, really good game. Rutgers hung in there, right? They were leading after the first quarter. Indiana was able to come back and have a slight lead at the half, but Rutgers just never went away, right? Indiana could never just put the Rutgers, the Scarlet Knights, away on the road, yet The Lady Hoosiers do their thing. You have this team is just, they're just super, super talented. And of course, a road win is always big. A road conference win 
is always big. We talked about that on the men's side, and the women have started off with one as well, carried by the senior Mackenzie Holmes, and she had 25 points in this game, 12 of 15 shooting, just one from one at the line, eight total rebounds, had an assist, a steal, and a block, okay, and 25 total points, she was on fire. And this team shot pretty well. Indiana shot 48%, the ladies did, in this ballgame. Three-pointers, and eh, not so much. They took a bunch of them, just couldn't get them to fall, which that always helps when you're on the road. If you can hit a couple of threes, they just didn't. Um, you had Rutgers, who was 5 of 14 from deep, so not super effective there. And Rutgers shot 40%. And this is going to sound like a very basic statement because it is, but Indiana just made more shots. They just shot the ball better and played better. And when you get carried by McKenzie Holmes, that'll help, right? That'll help you tremendously. Now, Rutgers did have a girl go for 19, and they also had four go in double digits. So the Hoosiers did too, but the Rutgers Scarlet Knights, they were able to kind of balance that out a little bit. But credit to Indiana women going on the road in the Big Ten for the first conference game of the season and getting a double-digit victory, 8-1 and one now on the year. And multiple things happened in this game, okay? You had Sydney Parrish, who announced her plan to return for her fifth year, which is awesome for Indiana basketball. You also had uh, Terry Morin, who earned her 100th conference win. So congratulations to her and the double-digit victory. So overall, a really good day for Indiana women's basketball. Maybe took away, took away a little bit of the sting from the men's side. And quickly looking ahead to what the, the women have, they have Evansville this week, Bowling Green, and then they get into full-on Big Ten play with Illinois, Michigan, and at Nebraska. And, of course, you look ahead to January 13th as the turn of the new year. On the road at number four, Iowa. You have Ohio State on there, and then you have Iowa later on in the year, late February. So yeah, I know we are uh, keeping our eyes on the women. They are playing really well. Top, 50, or, uh, top 16 team in the country should be top 15, let's be real. But – they're still number 16 in the country. We'll see where that goes with the newest rankings coming out this week. And shout out to uh, the Lady Hoosiers for getting a win on the road this weekend. Also, some quick updates on Indiana football before we get out of here for the day. A bunch of guys were on campus this weekend. Some, a lot of high school guys and some transfer portal guys as uh, Kurt Signetti trying to um, get some guys on this team, man, trying to get some playmakers around here. And just to go through uh, the list quickly of a bunch of names in the high school ranks, Charlie Becker uh, from uh, a high school in Nashville. You had Jaja Boyd, great name, by the way. Uh, he is a high schooler out of Philadelphia who committed to James Madison in July. So you're going to start seeing a lot of that, right? You're going to start seeing a lot of these James Madison guys who were committed to Kurt Signetti at least have some interest in Indiana. And before you come at me, I already know, why does Indiana want James Madison-level players? We need better players than that. I get that. But James Madison was still winning football games. And I believe in Kurt Signetti to recruit high-level players. So I agree. I don't think the Hoosiers want just a bunch of James Madison recruits, but it's common for a lot of them and a lot of their commits to have interest in Indiana. And these guys were on campus. Mario Landino was here this weekend. He uh, had Kobe Martin on this weekend. A couple of transfer portal updates to Steven Sings, a linebacker from Auburn, 
uh, who didn't play all that much. He had, uh, what he had five tackles and a quarterback hurry for the Tigers this year. So um, nothing too crazy, but hey, Indiana will take a transfer from the SEC just about any day, especially at the linebacker spot where Indiana could use some help. And so looking at that, you know, bunch of guys on campus, this, this staff is working, man. They are working to get guys on campus, to get guys on this team, because this, this month of December is just, it's unbelievable. Have you looked at the transfer portal lately? I mean, it's just ridiculous. Like it's, it is unbelievably wild and unfair. I've said that multiple times on this show. It is unfair to coaches right now, but Kurt Signetti and his staff doing a great job. They've got guys on campus. As we get more commitments and get more news about the transfer portal and early signing day coming up in a few weeks, we'll have more on that here on the show and excited to see that because it should be a lot of fun and has potential to be a lot of fun for Indiana football. Well, that's going to do it for today's episode of Locked on Hoosiers. I appreciate you making Locked on Hoosiers your first listen each and every day. Reminder to like the video and subscribe if you're on YouTube. Comment down below. I love reading them. Uh, we've got a great uh, a great fan base here. We've got a great community starting to build here on Locked on Hoosiers, so I appreciate you all. If you're on any of your uh, audio platforms, we're free and available wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe on there as well. Turn on notifications across the board so you know when we go live. We've got all week to talk Indiana basketball, football, women's basketball, and anything else going on in Hoosiers athletics. And so looking forward to another busy week as we get closer to the Kansas game for basketball. Hey, we're getting close to Christmas, folks. As uh, December rolls on, it's pretty crazy. So again, Thank you so much for 1,500 subscribers on YouTube. It's time to push for 2K. Be sure you hit the subscribe button on YouTube. And I appreciate you all, wherever you're listening or watching for Locked on Hoosiers. Go check out Locked on Sports today as well on YouTube. And until next time, Hoosier fans, stay safe. And I'll talk to you later.